would love to talk to you about five top tips for finding the right pilot program clients. At the moment, I'm busy running my Passion to Profit program and I'm helping people to set up and run pilot coaching programs for their practice clients. And I decided that I'd like to share with you some top tips for getting started so that you can find the right clients, get amazing feedback and testimonials and results and really give your marketing a big boost. So let's start with a question, why run a pilot program? Well, running a pilot program allows you to get used to conducting a series of sessions and feel comfortable with that. It allows you to become familiar with your ideal client and what their needs and wants are and their obstacles, their key challenges and their motivators. So you really get to know the types of people that you're working with. And not only does this give you confidence in your ability as a coach, it gives you and your client the chance to see the powerful results that coaching can help them to achieve. It gives you insider information on how to market your business. When you hear your client saying things like, I need to slim down, for example, you know that that's their words and their way to describe losing weight or I need to get fitter, or I need to feel comfortable in my skin. Their words are the words that you use in marketing, not your version of them. So getting those words helps you to know exactly what people are saying in their language, and then you can reflect and reframe those things in your marketing. And plus there's all those great testimonials that you can get, and they can help you to develop magnetic advertising copy. Also, if you get a lot of attention and focus on doing a really great job in the coaching program and supporting your clients to change their habits, holding the space while they experiment and helping them to feel really supported, then it gives your business reputation a boost. People are going to see you as someone who can actually help them and they're going to tell others about how well they were supported and their successes. So, that's some of the reasons why piloting a program is great. It's a low pressure, low risk environment for you and your client to work together. And there are many great outcomes. The next question is though, how do you find good practice clients for your pilot program? Because not everybody is going to be suitable. So I wanted to share with you today five top tips for finding good practice clients. The first tip I have is look for practice clients that roughly fit your niche profile. If you work with people who are similar in values to you, that they have similar beliefs and goals, maybe they're at the same age or stage of life or demographic, those sorts of things, then you're going to start off on the right foot because you'll probably have really good chemistry with those people and they will be able to connect you with more people who are like them. So like attracts like. If you're working with people that you naturally have a good fit with, they're going to introduce you to more of those and they will be your most loyal and raving fans. So that's the most important thing is to find people that fit your niche profile. That is, they're people who are quite similar to you. The second tip for finding good practice clients is to make sure that they're ready, willing and able to change a couple of habits within the framework of your coaching program. That means they want to and are motivated to make change and they have a desired result in mind that they want pretty badly or badly enough to give enough time to working with you. Clients who aren't ready, willing and able to change are at a higher risk of giving up. In all worst case, sticking with the program and being ambivalent and resistant to change. 
Now, it's not to say that you can't coach ambivalent people because you can. But when you're starting out, you want to build confidence. You want to build great skills. You want to feel a sense of success. And most importantly, you want your clients to succeed and tell others how great it is to work with you. So if you are working with challenging clients, it can really knock your confidence and they can give up, which can knock both of your confidences. When you're starting out, choose people that are really your kind of people who are ready and willing to change. It's going to help you to become visible and known as someone who can help others succeed. And that's going to boost your confidence and your business reputation. So just that's tip number two, make sure your people that you're working with are ready, willing and able to change. And they desperately want a desired result. The third thing is kind of related to that. It's making sure that they can commit to the length of your program right now. So you need to be clear up front on what's involved in working for you, with you, sorry. How many weeks are they committing to? Do they have holidays coming up? Is there anything that's going to get in the way of them committing six weeks or 12 weeks or whatever it is with you? And you also need to be clear about what they need to do. How often are the sessions? How long? What do they need to do between sessions? You have to be really clear so that people are really confident that they can commit that time as a not negotiable space to do the important work of change in your pilot program. Remember that people have busy lives and if something feels too onerous or like it's too much responsibility or pressure, then they're probably going to find it hard to commit. And that means that they won't form habits and then they won't get the results that they want. This is as much about their own commitment to themselves as it is to your program. It's really important that the initial conversation you have is clear about what's required. Remember that they will have the work also of not just doing the sessions with you, but of fitting in new habits in and around all of their existing commitments. So keep your coaching program simple. Don't add heaps of information or stuff that they have to do or resources or homework. Just let them keep the focus on the work of developing habits and experimenting with them. Don't overlearn them with overload them with learning materials. And that way they're going to more likely succeed. So that third point is being really clear upfront about what's involved in working with you to keep it simple and to make sure that they can commit to the entire program. Tip number four. I highly recommend that you agree on and book the session dates and times in advance and ideally at the same time each week so that the client develops a pattern or habit of showing up each week at that time. They make it a not negotiable time slot. I think when people try and set a time each week like that in advance, it makes it easier to clear that space mentally and show up consistently and it's also part of their training and developing their own other habits applies as much to their work in the coaching sessions as it does to showing up to work with you. Also, you might consider working with a duo or a group for your pilot program because people often find it more of a commitment to show up when other people are involved. They're going not just to work with you, but also for the social connection and peer support and the shared journey as much as for the coaching. So book those sessions in advance and possibly have at least two people in the session if possible and if your clients want that. The last point in finding great clients for a pilot program is to know that yes you can offer it for free but if you have a fee 
then people will more likely commit because financial contribution often increases somebody's commitment to show up and do the work. Now, the thing is that if you aren't insured to work as a coach, then you're better off to offer a free session. And if you have insurance, then, and you're having that transaction of service for money, that's okay. But if you don't have that insurance, um, you can find other ways to be paid if you don't want to be paid without having the relevant insurance yet, or, or if you haven't finished your qualification. So a couple of things that you could do is to ask them for some sort of a financial commitment, like a donation to your business or um, something like that, or to offer a pro bono exchange of services could work. Or another way could be that they donate money to a charity for every week that they attend. So some people do these charity events where they ask you to sponsor them. That could be a way that your client makes some sort of contribution to a worthwhile cause, even if they're not paying you directly. Do what feels right for you and negotiate it with your clients or maybe get your insurance so that you can charge a fee, but be creative. And if you need help and you're not quite sure what to do, you can reach out to me and ask for ideas or um, to be a, a bouncing board or get in touch with your accountant. So let's talk about getting ready to recruit clients. When you've got these five pointers in mind and plugged into your reticular activating system, your brain's GPS, you're ready to now go out and find one to 10 people to work with individually or as a group that fits those criteria. And then with your niche client in mind, um, you can go out and ask friends, family or colleagues if they're interested in working with you or if they know somebody else who might be and who wants support for six weeks or 10 weeks or whatever it is to achieve the specific outcome that you can facilitate. It's important to present your services in that way, not to say, hey, would you like to do a coaching program with me? Because that doesn't really mean anything. That would be like saying, would you like to come to work with me? I don't know, what are you going to do at work? So you want to ask them about that specific result. Maybe it's a weight loss program. Maybe it's a stress management program. Hey, I'm looking for people to trial my eight week stress management program. Are you interested or do you know somebody that might be keen to hear more about it? It doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. Remember that people buy outcomes and don't go into, so don't go into detail, keep it pretty simple as I've just described and make sure that you're clear your program just provides the support and accountability that they need, your niche, whoever they are, to change a few habits that can help them to achieve whatever their goal is, which could be to lose at least five kilos, to get back to exercise consistently, to manage their stress, to get rid of sugar cravings, to drink less alcohol, to develop a decalming and de-stressing routine and be consistent with it, whatever it is that your niche sees as a valuable outcome. That's ultimately going to be how you position your program. But for now, you're just looking for recruits to do a pilot version with you. You don't actually have to have any content. They're just showing up to choose the habits that they want to work with to help them achieve that specific outcome. Just remember that. Once you're out in the field trying to recruit people for your program, the next step is to do some mental preparation. To get into the right frame of mind about this, to overcome your fears and to feel more confident, it's important to treat your pilot program as a win-win. It's a growth opportunity.
opportunity for you and for your clients. You're going to be learning how to deliver the best service that you can, to become familiar with the coaching framework, to tweak your program so it's incredibly effective and relevant for the niche, and to help make people make tangible changes in a specific area that they desperately need and want help with. That's what you're bringing to the world. It's incredibly valuable. Your clients are going to experience the benefit of changing those habits and achieving that outcome with your facilitation. They're going to feel, as a result of that, more confident, more focused, more motivated, more inspired, and they're going to experiment to find ways to be consistent with the habits that are important to them, knowing that it's going to help them to achieve and maintain a specific result. It could actually be life-changing for them. They might be able to make change in one area and get a result that could have a flow on or a ripple effect to so many other areas. Remember that along the way, you're going to be asking for and receiving feedback. You might need to mentally prepare for that. Just think of it this way. Mistakes will probably happen. Your clients are going to make mistakes too, remember. They're not going to get it all right as they start to change habits. And some things are going to probably go wrong, but others will go way better than expected. And everyone will be okay with that because it's a pilot. It's a test run. It's not the finished product. It's not the serious end result. You're starting with an expectation that it's one giant experiment for you and helping your clients to make smaller experiments in their own lives to make change. So let's wrap up what we've discussed today. I talked about why running pilot programs is a great way to become seen and known as a specialist who can help people to achieve specific goals that they cannot achieve on their own. I talked about five tips to find the best types of clients for running a pilot program with. And knowing all of this, what's your next action going to be? I suggest you go back and listen to my tips again and maybe make a reminder checklist of the traits that you're looking for so that when you're going out to recruit people, you've got those key important points in mind and you know the right questions to ask to get the right people. The person who you're best positioned to help is the one you're looking for because they're the most likely to succeed and give you the best quality feedback. Possibly refer others like them to you. Make sure that you schedule time to reach out to at least five people this week who could participate in your pilot program, either individually or as a group. Or connect with someone who's looking for help to make an important change that you know about and ask them if you could help them or if they have friends. Just explore who is available and what your options are and then pursue them. Here's the thing. This is a bit of a plan you have now, right? You've got a plan of action of what to do next. Now you need to actually take action. Schedule it in and go out and start asking people. I hope that's been helpful for you. And I would love to know what your key takeaway is from this episode, if you have one. And please like and subscribe this podcast on Apple iTunes if you would like to keep getting updates in your feed. Thanks for listening today and I look forward to seeing you next time. You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White and today's episode is called Five Top Tips for Finding the Right Pilot Program Clients.